Coming to you from the Underground Studio, this is the Sipping Social Podcast. My name is Mike Carl. I'm here with my boy and certified bourbon steward, Garrett Turnquist. Yo. We also have our stellar producer on the mic, Johnny. Say what up. What's up? We're here to dive into all aspects of the restaurant industry. We truly love what we do, and more so, we love talking about it. We're going to pour, sample, review anything you need to know about. Pour yourself a cocktail and join us on this journey. Let's Let's go. go. Welcome, guys. Thanks for joining us today. Uh, we hope everyone had a cheerful and uh, safe Thanksgiving. This is the Sunday after Thanksgiving that we're uh, convening here. Got a lot of good stuff to talk about, restaurant news, uh, whiskey stuff, beer stuff. Uh, we can't wait to get to that. But first of all, we got to talk about what we're sipping on. Uh, Johnny, what you sipping on today? Uh, I'm sipping on the Willet Straight Rye. Straight Rye. Um, it's a family. Oh, it's the uh, family estate bottle. Um, nice. It's 107 proof. Beautiful. It's delicious. I love that one. Gary, what you got? Uh, Johnny treated me to a Blanton's, a single barrel Blanton's. He must like you a little bit. I think he might. Uh, just a little bit, right? Yeah. I looked into his eyes and I thought he needed one. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Uh, Johnny was nice enough to open up a little Yellowstone hand-picked uh, single barrel from Liquor and Wine. What's this place? Uh, where's Liquor and Wine? Is it in the city? It's right off of 38 Roosevelt Road out to, uh, when you're going out to Geneva. Oh, um, the opposite way. J- yeah. Oh, really? J- just before downtown, there's like that massive uh, gas station and yeah. car wash. Yes. Yeah. Where like the gas station looks like it's, or the car wash looks like it's a house. Kinda. Yeah. Yeah, it's right behind there, right? Right behind there is a nice little liquor store, yeah. Cool. We'll have to check it out, but let's have a little cheers. Cheers. Here's to a good podcast, boys. Let's have some fun and talk about some good stuff. Cheers. Interesting story about that liquor and wine place. They have, like, Weller's 12 there and, like, all the, like, high-end Pappy and B-Tech stuff there, but it's all, like, a third over a secondary of much. It's expensive? It's crazy expensive. So if you really wanted to pay for it, you, you definitely could find, can find it. it there and okay. not, not feel guilty about buying it illegally through a friend. And, they, and that's some stuff that we talked about the last podcast. Yeah. So you, yeah, you, if you want it, you can find it and then you find it, you'll find it there and just like, overpay for it way over. Like I won't touch it at that point. Do they display it? Or oh do yeah. You have to ask for yeah. it? Yeah. And sometimes they'll have like, um, it's a, like a basket. Like if you want a Weller 12 or a old rip 10 year, there'll be a basket of, you got to combine them, a, a gin of, rye yeah. vodka like a bottle of champagne and that bottle that you want for a thousand dollars also fun fact about your yellowstone okay uh, lux they're they're made at lux row okay and that's a distillery down in kentucky they like technically merged or bought out mgp so that lawrenceburg indiana distillery in, in indiana where like like 70% of all liquor is made. Yeah. Um, or 70% of like source liquor is made. They bought them out. So now they own MGP, which no will way. still continue to make some whiskey and rye and bourbon uh, for the United States sourcing department. But uh, um, I think their MGP is going to be, so now it's, they're called like uh, MGPI of Indiana or something. It's, it's, a, it's a mouthful that no one, it's like uh, we still call it the Sears Tower. Sears Tower. Yeah. It's not Willis Tower. It's not Willis Tower. Yeah. So this will be called MGP. <laughs> um, but it's uh, it's it's wild. And so the the products that were still made, like uh, Remus or um, Rossville Union, will still be made there. Okay. Um, but the just the ownership group of the ancient. And I do think that they're going to spend more time making vodka and gin and sourcing that instead of 
uh, whiskey, which is kind of silly because it only takes like a week to make vodka, but whatever. Okay. We'll keep us updated on that as you learn more about it. Oh, yeah, for sure. All right, cool. I feel like when I purchased this bottle, I spent like 15 minutes perusing their shelves. And I think I had like a moment with the the store, the guy behind the desk because he was like watching me kind of like go up and down the aisles. Mm-hmm. And he just gave me a good nod when I picked this bottle. So I knew <laughs> nice. I was nice. In the you, got, you got respect? Yeah. Some street cred? <laughs> yeah. think, I will say this. This is pretty tasty. Do you think he's like, this stuff's good or like it's time for you to pick something and get, get out? <laughs> Pro- uh, probably the latter, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think you're probably right. <laughs> no, it's fine. I can't wait to try it. I'll try it a little bit later. <laughs> That's good. That's a good story. Let's talk about some restaurant news, guys. Uh, I was kind of perusing the internet recently and checking to see what's going on uh, around the nation in the restaurant world. And um, obviously, we got COVID uh, and the pandemic that happened. And I learned that both New York City and San Francisco are already doing this, which I didn't know, um, requiring a vaccination card to dine indoors at restaurants. That's the state decided that? Those cities did. The city did. And then LA just announced that they're going to that tomorrow. Wow. So three of the major cities in the US are requiring the vaccination card to get in and eat indoors. Um, obviously, there's outdoor dining and in L.A. and San Fran where it's nice. might not be uh, too big of a, a, a thing, but I, I, it kind of reverted me back to where I was before thinking about what we talked about with masks and how owners approached that, uh, what they had to deal with with that. It's going to kind of be the same thing. Some people are going to be compliant and yeah. some people are not. And it's just going to be find the place that you choose to support based on that. But um, that's, uh, I think that that's pretty serious stuff. That's pretty heavy. Isn't it? Yeah. That's got to, that's got to, are they going to have like stings? Like you do, like, like technically you're not allowed to serve someone under 21, right? Right. So like you're just relying on that bar or restaurant to hold that rule up. Police it themselves, right? right? Yeah. And this is brand new, right? So everything's like a little more like edgy, but are they going to be like stings where they walk in like, hey, maybe 70 year old woman, show me your vaccine card. And she says no. And then she dines in and then they get busted. And they get, and they get like a fine or whatever. Yeah. I mean, I, who knows how they'll police it, but it's, it's kind of the same thing. Like I was talking about. They can't be employees for that. What's that? They can't be employees for that. Well, they're going to have to create them. The, the, the police aren't going to do that. No. So they'll either have to be the liquor department or some sort of state government job that would be entailed in policing that unbelievable but you know it's it's obviously not great it, we were talking last week about or the last time we got together how we just felt like everything was kind of moving forward and, and being good for us sure and here, feel like it right right yeah. and then now i read this and i was like well er, that's just kind of changes my opinion a little bit about it so who knows what's going to happen with that but hopefully chicago doesn't go to that and i'm just thankful that we don't have to deal with that right now Speaking of LA, I also read uh, on bizjournals.com that Fat Burgers coming to Illinois, which is a fast casual dining spot that I've not had their food, but everybody talks about it on the West Coast. Really? And yeah, it's super I've never pop- heard of it before. You've not heard of Fat Burger? No, there's always like the three, right? The three major ones. The uh, well, there's Jack in the Box. Jack in the Box, and then um, was everyone freaking loves it. It's right across from the hotel we stay in Vegas. Um, it's like a it's like a drive-in where like they walk and like roller Sonic? skate to Sonic or and there's another one. Hmm. I, don't I don't know. I'm not sure what you're talking about, but Fat Burger everybody talks about it, it. Right now. and take a look at their their Instagram page and their website. Their burgers look fantastic. I'm looking forward to uh, to trying some new fast food burgers, even though I work at a burger joint. 25 locations. Imagine being like a franchise. It's like yeah, okay, yeah, we're gonna pick. Uh, Illinois, it's gonna be the next yeah. spot. We're gonna yeah. open twenty five locations. Well, you gotta think with Chicago in a major market, that's yeah. prime. 
That's probably if you if you can get twenty five spots, you're already like introducing yourself. I guess a, you've already proven yourself at that point that if you open locations, you're going to make money. Right, right. And I I know that the article I was reading was saying that there's several locations that have uh, bars included too. So, uh, and those are called fat bars. Really? <laughs> yes, yeah, so you got fat burger, <laughs> fat burger, and a fat bar. So oh, great. <laughs> uh, speaking of new, they better joint, have some wide seats. <laughs> Well, if, it depends on how many burgers you're gonna you're gonna eat. Yeah, it's gonna be like a like a Southwest thing where you have to pay for two seats. Yeah, <laughs> charge them up, yeah. make as much money as you can. Um, I do notice that a lot of places are starting to put service charges on bills that are not part of gratuity. Oh, what do you mean? Mm-hmm. It's to stem off the rising cost of goods and labor, where it's, on, it's on the bill. In and out burger. Oh, in and out burgers. What yeah. you thinking about? Sorry. No, that's perfect. I'm glad we. I'm at least glad we finished that yeah. conversation. So a lot of restaurants have like a two ninety nine or three ninety nine like service charge. Oh no, it's like an eighteen percent. Eighteen percent service charge. It's not considered gratuity. So that does will go to the staff, you know, and they'll get paid through a check or whatever. But it's not considered gratuity. So I don't know if it's taxed differently. I've seen some places in Chicago that do that, where the, that money goes towards paying for their like healthcare or like okay, so like or their healthcare slash like uh, retirement fund that they set up for them so the so the the owners aren't matching them on nice. the 401k but the the restaurant, the restaurant bills, is the bills are cool do you think customers would be more annoyed to see that line item on a bill that just overall just up being uh, increasing your product a little bit more across the board and kind of baking that into the... yeah that's a good question john i would almost rather pay a couple extra bucks on the product than to see that yeah but if you said hey we're putting this 20 percent charge in there that's consider gratuity if you want to tip beyond that and that covers the things we're talking about or some of the things we're talking about where a percentage of that goes to the server and a percentage goes to the, what you're talking about garrett yeah. with healthcare and stuff like that i'd be okay with that i just feel like a flat out service charge i would rather have them just work it into the product yeah but i but i also understand that this is all new for us and if our owners came to us and said we're going to do this and this is for your benefit how could i be upset about that well there's also another idea like where they're being like upfront about it so you so you know there's a lot of shady restaurant owners right like, oh yeah we were we're fortunate yeah. the um so i think if they have it on the bill like at least you have an idea that it's going there sure. you're, you're just hopeful that they're they're being accurate about that and if they just charge everything two more dollars and they're doing the same thing you have no idea if they're being greedy honest, or, honest or they're giving it back yeah. to the staff or not so i think like i don't know like if you're if you believe that people are good, then you want to see that charge and you, so you know that's happening. Well, sure. I think also in the case of just adding that service charge, you don't see that until you get the bill. But if you were to add an upcharge to your product across the board, you would see that on the menu and you understand that what you're paying for right off the bat. Mm-hmm. Instead yeah. of being like, all of a sudden you see these charges, like, what are you talking about? Kind of blindsided. About? Yeah. yeah. Right. Or, I thought or these were $5 if... beers tonight, right? <laughs> right. And now it's $7 beers. Yeah. And then you got a tip on top of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I see both sides of it, you know, working in the industry, but also being a patron of places that are, you know, already kind of expensive. Yeah. I don't want to say. No, <laughs> so we are. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it, 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 so to have that on there, it is what it is, but yeah. you got to protect your, your restaurant and your, and your people. So, um, something local for us, uh, Dicka's Grill just opened up in downtown Wheaton. Have you been yet? I have not. What? I've already been and you haven't? Oh, so I'm glad you've been. Yeah. Because I, well, dude, first of all, Kate and I are super busy You're right now. You're the mayor of Wheaton. How have you not gone in there <laughs> and like did the last the last check? Absolutely Man. not. Do not. Don't start spreading it. I've yeah. been in there twice. Yeah. 
How are, how are you, you been not, in there twice? Yeah, perfect. How so did let's you talk not about guest it. bartend on, on Friends and Family Night. T- tell me, tell me all about it. And it's let's, funny. Let's it's hear funny it. that you the say, personal accounts. That you say the mayor of Wheaton because um, my wife Joanna she called some guy in there. Oh, what do you think you're the mayor of Wheaton? Because <laughs> he was wearing this sport coat and he was like big, tall guy, and he just yeah. he, he, he he gave off this presence like he you know was just the man of the room. He yeah. was the and king, dingling. vocal yeah. voice like, and it was just like, and on the way out, it's just so funny like, my. Five, five, four. You know, wife. She, yeah. to him. she yeah. just looked straight up at him. What are, you, what are you, the mayor of Wheaton? And the guy loved it. He oh, loved yeah. it. He's like, yeah, I am <laughs> king of the mountain. Yeah. Well, let's get back to the restaurant. Yeah. Sorry. So, no, tell tell me about your experience. So we yeah. we haven't we've never made a res- reservation there. What we do is we'd go in there and they have these high top tables in front of the bar. Nice. And yeah, with you, no chairs. With no chairs, and you kind of just park yourself there. Um, if there's no seats at the bar. And you kind of just wait for anybody to get off of those bar seats, and then you can actually eat at those high top tables. And then um, you, you can also too? yeah, yeah, they'll come around. So what we've done is like we just wait at the high top tables, and then when somebody gets up, we'll just jump on a seat. But there's people that don't understand that you can actually just jump on those seats. So one of the nights we were up there, this couple just gave us the death stare. You know, uh, this couple got up and left, and they were there before us at this high top table apparently waiting for a seat, right? But they didn't know you could just literally just jump on it. Yeah, you just got to go when it's available, right? So we see them walk up to, like, the front desk and, like, point to us and, like, point to, like, the sky, like, what's going on? Like, yeah. you know, what, <laughs> like, they're like, those are, comfort, you know, first come, first serve. If you see them, jump on them. Yeah. Well, which is what all bars are. Right. Unless, it's, unless there's signs that say that these seats are reserved and talk to the... Made right, yeah. or the host. So right? I've um I haven't had a full meal there, but I've had their old fashions really good, and I've we've had their um sushi. They're, they got a couple of rolls there, yeah, a veggie cool. roll, and then a uh, a spicy tuna roll that's unbelievably good. Cool. Oh, I gotta go. Let's go back there and get yeah. it next time. I mean, did you I saw did that. you eat there? No, but I saw that spicy tuna roll, and I wanted to get it, but I was with my wife, and she doesn't eat fish, no. so it's like I'm not eating a whole roll myself. I'm not even hungry. Uh, <laughs> but the the old fashioned I thought was good. And then um, they've got pretty good pricing on like a lot of their um, their whiskey pours. Cool, which is nice. They just don't have anything exotic. They had a, well, they, had they just a, opened, right? Well, it it, yeah, there's just nothing exciting there. I gotcha. Um, kind of across the board. They have a Mictors Ten Rye, which is nice. There you go. That's twenty eight dollars for a two ounce pour, which I think is very comparable to Social, right? And then um, and everything else is just kind of like. Like what you'd expect to see at a chain restaurant? Yeah, I'm sure. there. I'm I'm going there for the steak, though. I mean, there's uh, that, that's to the me. Goal, there's right? nowhere else in downtown Wheaton unless they go to like the Ivy. That, but they're that's not known comparable. for steaks. No, but um, Dicka does have a good steak on the menu. Cool. And, uh, there's like four or five of them. Yeah, yeah nice. I would go back for a steak and a shrimp roll. It's nice to have in downtown Wheaton. A cool. nice fine I, I can't wait to check place. it out. Yeah. And everybody says the wine list is decent, and my yeah, wife likes bad. wine, so I can't wait yeah. to take her over there and check it out. Being a total like uh, liquor ordering snob, I yeah. think they only use like three or four distributors, so oh. it's it's not very expansive. It's very small. Sure. The one thing that the I, bigger ones probably right. One yeah. of the feelings that it gave for me is like when you walk in there, you don't feel like you're in downtown Wheaton anymore. One hundred percent. You feel like you're in. I don't want to say like a Vegas, like a small little restaurant. Just the way it's done up in there, I feel like it's just really nice. You you, you get transformed you, in somewhere else, right? Yeah, you just feel like you're somewhere else. It's like a. A little bit of like a white chocolate grill, but in a different town. Yeah, but not that generic. Yeah, but yeah, it's like the, the all the light, all the light is like um, not focused on anywhere. It's like all off off putting light, and it's Ambient all like covered, yeah. covered, and 
Uh, it's just it's it's, it's very it's well a done. Nice space. And, and the cool. staff the staff is very nice. Nice. That's, really? that's good to hear. We could always use another good addition in downtown Wheaton for sure. Now that now there's two good restaurants to go to. That a boy. Speaking of uh, steakhouses, since you guys are talking about steaks, Garrett oh. and I, we recently went to a pretty popular steakhouse uh, in this area, and we came across a pretty fun snafu mm. yes. that we should probably talk about. We all got to-goes at the end of the night because we couldn't finish our steaks. I did not massive. get it to go. Okay, Garrett finished his tomahawk chop, but besides that, we all the rest of us got to-go boxes. I'm not sure how you put a tomahawk bone in a to-go box. <laughs> You wouldn't have fit it in these either. <laughs> so we got we got these boxes, right? They were probably a good like four inches by six or eight. No, no, no. They're like four by six. Like nine or twelve. Like they're, All right, they're, so they're, they're pretty good, wide. Good size to go boxes. And then they brought over a bunch of bags for us to put the to go boxes in. That looked like they fit perfectly inside. Yeah, and we're like, oh sweet. We all like put our to go boxes in the bag and the bags all ripped. Because the boxes were about an inch too big, too, too big wide. For the- so we're all like looking at each other we like literally all took them back out of the bag and then just carried our to-go boxes out because none of them fit in the bags it's it's nice to get a bag but you you probably should have a bag that fits the box that you're yeah you didn't realize like there's one box that you get and there's one bag size yeah weird (laughs) it was super weird (laughs) super weird and it was a really really nice place yeah are you supposed to put it in like side like why would you why would you have your why would you have why would you have a bag potatoes all jumbled I know, up i know that doesn't make any sense yeah yeah if you slide it in in the other direction yeah toss gibson's does not taste <laughs> as good as laid out nicely and gibson's. then when you use the handles then you're like food just slides to one just, side yeah exactly you got your ma- you got your that's twice re- baked potato and your ridiculous. the rest of your prime rib all mum- that's so <laughs> mixed up at the bottom that's so <laughs> now in reality right you're probably taking a bite of potato and steak at the same time yeah so they're maybe maybe they're doing your favor sure i still thought it was just pretty funny no, it's these, hilarious yeah they, they just didn't plan that out very well <laughs> <laughs> um, let's talk about some uh, some good gifting ideas for the holidays. Let's do that right now. Okay. Um, for me, I was thinking about this the last couple of days. We talked about this on the last podcast. Um, for me, obviously the 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 decent bottle of bourbon or whiskey you can come across is a great gift. But for I'm going to focus on the beer drinkers. A lot of breweries make variety packs, and I just think that if you're going to gift uh, something to somebody who's a, who loves beer, who's a hop head of any sort. If you get them a variety pack from one of their favorite distilleries, you'd be set. You'd be in a pretty good position. And you're talking about anywhere from twenty to thirty bucks for a twelve pack of pretty good crafted beer. I don't. I don't have anything specific in mind. But if you go to, well, like if they really like the brewery, right? So you yeah. get a variety pack. Yeah. There's at least one in there that they, you know they really really like. Exactly. You're gonna knock it out of the park with at least one of the two beers. Two of them might be something they haven't had yet from them. Sure. So they're exciting. Right. So opening up their world to, to some new beer. So I just thought a variety pack of beer would be a good option for somebody who's a beer drinker. Johnny, what do you got? Well, for me, like I, I, I think that like bourbon and whiskey is such a big thing right now. I mean, yeah. it's been for years, but I think it'd be interesting to sort of create a cocktail, uh, uh, sort of like a material list to make a cocktail and buy all those materials, like buy all the mixers and buy mm. all the things oh, yeah. and just kind of put it in this package. There you go. So that you uh, can gift it to them and then they can actually make it at their holiday parties. So what you can do, I got it at idea. a wedding that, uh, about a month ago, is I got a, a, a little bag. With a airliner of bourbon, is Jim Beam whatever it doesn't matter, and then um, like one of those like pixie sticks full of honey, and a dehydrated lemon, and a tea bag, and so then you make your own hot toddies at home. Oh, nice! That's cool. So like you could buy all those things separate, right? I mean, you guys you had to make the dehydrated lemon. Sure. Um, 
so I mean, you could just leave it out on the counter for overnight or actually have a dehydrator. But that was kind of a cool, like pretty easy. You don't actually have to make anything. Uh, cocktail kit for a gift. That was an idea. Savvy. Yeah. I threw all of it away and just kept the bourbon. And like, idea. <laughs> <laughs> but a good idea. I though. took all the bags of the table and just grabbed the bourbon and threw everything else away. <laughs> I think I'm going to get my mom a basket to make uh, white Russians. Yeah, yeah. She she's a, she's a non drinker. Um, she'll have like a, maybe like a, a screwdriver or like a fuzzy navel. Ooh, fuzzy navels like, are delicious. I think that's like peach peach schnapps, orange juice, orange juice. Mm-hmm. Um, I introduced her to the White Russian. Um, I said you probably liked it. So it's like a coffee liqueur. It's got a good taste to it. It's not too harsh. Yeah. Um, I gave it to her. It was gone in five minutes. <laughs> Dangerous. Dangerous. Really and good. then she was just talking. She was talking to everybody at Thanksgiving. Just like opened up, like just <laughs> full a great of time, life, full of life, having good. a good time. We're like, good. I go, Ma, but she realized that you know she was feeling a little tipsy. I'm like, Ma, do you want another one? She's like, I gotta wait like an hour or two. <laughs> so I gave her two white Russians on Thanksgiving. And she loved it. Nice. Had a boy. What you got, G? Um, there's two things you can do. Um, a lot of if you go to like Benny's, they, there's a lot of whiskey bottles that come with like a, a pack a prepackaged gift so like it's got the bottle two and two glasses or a, a glen karen and like a bunch of coasters or right. whatever so that's not a terrible idea um but if you if you like care about this person you want to do a little bit of research like talk to their significant other and say hey what do they really like or what and then and then keep your eye out for um a single barrel pick from i would say i'll just you feel free to like shop uh, at local spots, but Benny's is going to have a ton of single barrel picks coming out in the next like two weeks. So I would say like if you if they oh man they really like four roses, like go talk to them and be like hey I got I want to give a gift. They really like four roses. I'd like to get a single barrel pick of that of that. Or do you have something that's very comparable to that? That's a single barrel pick. So I think single barrel picks of whiskey as a gift is way better than just saying oh this bottle looks cool. I don't know anything about it. I'm just going to give it to you. I think because there's a little more thought that goes into it. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, uh, it's the same price. Yeah. Yeah. <coughs> Somebody out there has already made sort of the decision that this that is, is better good, than the average. And it should be a single bar. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, it makes sense. Uh, yeah. I think that's a good idea. And then also um, glassware. I think glassware is really Ooh, cool. cool. So, yeah. there's a lot of like funky rocks glasses that like sit at an angle, like a 33 degree angle. I don't really like those a lot. I feel like they're gonna knock, get knocked over, or like they don't have a flat bottom, so like you can they can kind of like roll with like a uh, around, around the edges. Those are fine too. Um, like getting like personalized engraved rocks glasses, I think is neat, or um, like a set of Glencairn glasses that come with like a little like tray that you can make like a flight out of. I think is really interesting. So like maybe like a tray that has like uh, some chalkboard writing on it, so you can like write out your flight for like your friends that are come over or. I'd say glassware, I think, is a pretty cool idea, too. Cool. Those are all good ideas. I like Johnny's idea about doing the cocktail kit. I love your glassware idea. I mean, um, a lot of, like, resale shops that you could hit up and find some really funky. That's the best place to do it. Some funky stuff, right? So, um, yeah, that's. Spend, like, a dollar a glass. It's very cool. Yeah. Cool. You can really cater to what those people like. Um, Speaking of glassware, uh, we got some whiskey sitting in front of us that we're going to pour into a glass at some point. Now, Garrett, we've. This is Pinhook's newest rye. Yep. In episode 30, we reviewed one of their other ryes. Do you remember what it was called? Uh, no. Okay, but I, mean, I, I just it remember up. it was really tasty. Yeah, it was so good. So this, this is new and, yeah, and so just this, to the this market is, or This what? is brand, pr- brand new and, and it's barrel proof. Okay. 
Um, so a little bit different because the other one was just a straight rye. So everything they do is different. Okay. There's All no, experimental. Yeah. There's no. Um, they're not redoing anything. It's not, nothing. Nothing that comes out is the same as before. We must have had a good time on that podcast because all I remember talking about is how much I enjoy Pinhook, but I don't remember any of the other conversation after that. Perfect. So we must have had a really good time. It's also my. It wasn't exactly like yesterday either. <laughs> it wasn't. It was a long time ago. <laughs> I uh, the, for <clears throat> sorry. sorry what you got, Johnny? My apologies here. No, the, the, the other uh, the other one was uh, 114 proof rye cask strength. Oh, so they both were. Okay. All right. So this is the new cask strength. Excellent. Uh, and, version and the biggest the biggest difference between the two is where they were sourced from. This is one twenty two okay. though. Yeah, this is not from MGP. Okay. They don't they don't source from them anymore. Cool, cool. Uh, for beer, I finally brought some of those delicious stouts I've been telling you about, Garrett. I know you always bust my it's chops. <laughs> Just bust my chops about those roasty, malty, delicious dark beers come uh, fall time. I finally brought some. Can't wait to talk about them. We'll get into that in a little bit. Fall started like six weeks ago. Well, all right, fall to winter. There's no seasons in Chicago anymore. <laughs> what are you talking about? They're like two weeks long. <laughs> exactly. Uh, for our customer of the week, in the spirit of Thanksgiving, Eef. I thought I thought it'd be nice for us to give a shout out to all of our awesome customers. Oh. We don't we don't have to be specific about people, or we can. No. Um, I just have a couple. They know who thing. they are. Yeah, exactly. I just got a couple things I want to say about lovely, lovely customers that have really, really done a good job for us and really taken care of us uh, throughout the last couple of years. So, um, let's get into our YEF, our yearly industry ebb and flow. Um, obviously we talk about how the industry changes throughout the year during this, every sesh, every episode we put out is a little bit different. Um, the things that I'm noticing right now is that, um, our dinner rushes are much later than they were even a month ago. I don't know if it's the, the time change or if people are doing stuff like shopping after work and, and school, and then they come out later, but like we get to work, I get to work around, you know, four o'clock is when I start. Literally stand around for two hours or find cleaning projects, and then boom, get your teeth kicked in for three hours and then go home. Yeah, is it temperature or is it school? I, I think it's a combination of multiple the, things. The light outside. I, I think that that's part of it too. But it, like literally, we used to be five o'clock in the summer was when we would ramp up. Now it's like six six fifteen. It's a noticeable difference. There's that like hour gap where I'm either drinking coffee. Or slamming dum dums just to get that that sugar energy up, you know. What I mean, um, to be ready for that that rush, you know, because I'm bored mo- mostly in that hour. So, John, do you find yourself going out later now? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I, I was trying to think about that, like as, as you were talking about that, Mike. I feel like it, it does have to do with the light. I feel like because I feel, or oh, and the temperature because. If I feel like in the, in the summer, people want to like maybe get out of work because they're working from home, maybe at like four o'clock, five o'clock, and get a little bit of the um, it's a really open nice air, nice outside. sun. Yeah. And now that like the sun is basically down, at what time is it right now? Four fifteen. It's getting yeah, it's there. Pretty much done. You know, it, it's going down to four forty-five. You're like, okay, the sun's down. I'm at home. I'm gonna get some stuff done around the house. Get this family stuff done, or do some shopping, and then go get destroyed. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that makes sense, right? That makes sense that we want to be outside yeah. quicker. Yeah, I, I think it's a combination home later. of things, but it's just it's just weird how it changes just like that. Yeah. You know? Um, last episode, we were talking about how there's a shortage of glass out there. Obviously, there's a shortage of workers and jobs and all that stuff, but one of the funny things we're dealing with this social right now <clears throat> is that we cannot get bottles of San Pellegrino, and this really upsets. You can get like plastic bottles of it? Sure, we can. Yeah. 
do should I should I be slanging you whatever you want? I'm asking you. Should I, I would. Who cares? Do they do they care? Do the customer care? Probably not. Yeah, probably not. But I, I'll look into that the next time that that comes around. But I just thought it was funny that um, here we go. We got another glass shortage. Um, before we had old style, we were dealing with that. Mm-hmm. Now we can only get them in cans. Um, and then San Pellegrino, no glass. We can only get it in plastic. So our, our newest single barrel pick from uh, Smooth Smooth Ambler got delayed five months because they changed the bottle design and really? couldn't and couldn't get bottles. No, just like that. So apparently, to make glass you need sand and mm-hmm. heat right mm-hmm. and to get that heat you need the you need like pump it full of oxygen and these places that make glass sent that oxygen to hospitals mm. so they're short to, on to oxygen save, li- to not save on lives sand. yeah, yeah. That's, that's, i think i can't decide if that's 100 percent true or they make you try to feel bad about being angry about where the f <laughs> is my bottles where's the glass <laughs> yeah <laughs> Listen, we're saving lives over here, guys. That's right. <laughs> uh, I, I'm hoping that's true, but I mean, that's, that's one theory. Awesome. Um, you guys thirsty for some beer or yes, what? Yes, I've been waiting all day. Yeah. While, yeah. We, while we get this ready, I want to revise my theory on the uh, dinner rush being Oh, yeah, let's hear it. Okay. Let me just... Uh, Everyone's at home I blowing their like, own glass? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> blowing their own glass. Everybody's making glassware. That's why they're an hour late to dinner. But I, what I was going to say is like we are creatures of habit, and so like I think you're right. I think, Mike, you said it with the time change. I feel like with the time change, you've been like an entire, almost an entire year, right, of, of going to dinner at a certain time, but your body hasn't changed. The time has changed, but your body has not adapted. So at 6.15, when they're coming in, it's really 5.15, right? Yeah. So but I feel like that's probably more that's, in line with like what it is. It's like makes you're, sense. you're just sort of mindset is right. like that's this internal body clock for food and booze. Was it weird because like you're, you're asleep and awake in sleepy time, uh, will will adjust, but not your not your like uh, my head. I need a drink or Internal my belly clock. for food yeah. for food and stuff. Just yet. stays the same. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah, that's kind of weird. All right, guys. All right, man. Um, we'll be drinking. So let's talk about some beer stuff real quick. All right, we're gonna we're about to have a stout here. We don't we don't drink a lot of stouts on this podcast. We're we're pretty much hazy IPAs and lagers and stuff and, and, and lighter ale so let's let's just be real with it we're, we're about to introduce something that we've never had on here so i just want to do a little snippet of what i uh what i think about stouts over here so guinness is probably the turn most... my mic off right now <laughs> it's, this is not a long thing this is written this is a short i promise it's off, it's off. <laughs> yeah i'm gonna go i'm gonna go to the bathroom <laughs> <laughs> thanks guys i appreciate it i'm just gonna be in here by myself talking <laughs> Guinness is probably the most famous stout in my mind. Everybody knows about it, uh, but pretty much every brewery has a stout in its lineup. Uh, Really popular ones that just came out uh, in this area are Goose Island's Bourbon County Stout. People are super highly sought after. People will stand hours in line the day they come out. I think they come out the day after Thanksgiving. Yeah, they do. So they, they're, they're there. Black if you Friday. Want to go find them, you can find Absolutely. them. Absolutely. Right so in their baseline ones, you can find on the regs, right? Yeah, for the next two months. Right. Um, also our guys at phase three, they make a curvature line that comes out twice a year. Um, Imperial stout, just like we're about to drink here. Uh, maybe we'll drink those ones in the future, but right now we're going to focus on a brewery in Minneapolis called Surly. Okay. Um, they've been around for a while and some of the beers you might recognize are their furious IPA, which you've definitely had and their extra, which is a citra pale ale. You've definitely had that as well. Yep. Uh, both are pretty good. Um, but they're known for their dark beers, and today we're going to drink two different versions of this. This is a 2021, 
Um, and I brought a 2019 as well that I've been cellaring so we can taste the difference and see what two years difference can do to it. Dude, how hard is it to cellar a beer? Uh, not, it's, it's not. When you're buying that much beer, does it matter? Or well, I mean, as long as there's room in the back of the fridge and, and you can find it later. You just stare at it. Like, mm, just, just wait for you. Not today. It has to call. It has to yeah, call you. It has right. to beckon you. So we you called, it called today. It called today. Right. It did. So we're going to try the 2021 version first. Okay. This got bottled in, I think, late August. Um, but so this pretty is recent. Pretty recent. This is a 12% beer. So I'm glad you brought your cast strength rye to go along with the big beers that I uh, brought today. Yeah, I don't know if we connected on that, but uh, we're going to enjoy ourselves today. <laughs> we're having fun. <laughs> Boom, that looks good. I'm, it? Gonna, I'm not going to drink anything, so I want to make sure you pour the same amount for everybody. Well, can you explain why this is different, though? So this is this comes in a bomber. This is not a, like a 12 or 16-ounce beer. So this is a bomber. It's a 750, which is the the, the size of the wine bottles that you'd be drinking at home. How's that look? A little light on yours? Uh, it's okay, though. I'm okay. okay. I don't, oh. All right. All right. Perfect. Now we're even. So, obviously, stouts are full-flavored ales made with dark roasted malted barley. A lot of them tend to lead towards coffee notes, cocoa notes, cocoa nibs. What does dark roasted mean? <clears throat> That's a great question. It's just like coffee, though. So, when, when you're roasting, you're roasting in a certain amount to get it oh, to... Oh, so it's a longer yeah, roast? Yeah, it's a longer roast. Okay. It's not like the... Like the blonde roast for coffees that are light, it's it's a much the longer, toasted, yeah, okay. yeah, toasted, darker, darker malt. So right. let's try this. Oh, we're gonna open. Oh my gosh, I forgot. No, 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 side by side. No, or? we'll we'll try this one first. Let's try this one first, yeah. and least, then and then we'll bust out the twenty nineteen. Then we right? go back yeah. and forth. Yeah, compare. here we go. Cheers, boys. Cheers, Cheers brothers. Cheers. So this is the twenty twenty one. Twenty twenty one. Wow. Twelve percent. Really smooth. Wow. Nice and velvety. The, I think the chocolate comes in right away. You know, it's crazy. Like, you think about, like, um, like and whiskey when it's, like, super high proof. You think, like, oh, man, you'd be able to taste the difference. Yeah. When like, it's, super, when it's, like, super boozy. versus, like, 80. Yeah. Uh, you don't taste the difference on beer. If it's made right, just like in the booze, then yeah. you're not going to taste it. You know, like uh, we were talking about the Antique 107 we had recently, mm-hmm. um, how smooth it was Yeah, because it's made right and it's it's, it's good and clean. I feel like this is kind of in that same realm. Well, that bottle's almost gone, by the way. <laughs> why Why would it be? <laughs> why wouldn't you finish it? Well, no, but people have been asking for samples. The uh, This is delicious. We got tasting notes are chocolate, coffee, cherry, raisin, and toffee. I get I, raisin I, for sure. I get all of that. You getting all of it? I feel like with a lot of Imperial Stout's uh, chocolate is a pretty good one, right? Yeah. I think chocolate and coffee are probably the two most prevalent. Yeah. Um, I think the roasting of the <clears throat> of the, the barley tends to lead towards that. I get the chocolate, the coffee, the raisin, the cherry. What was the fifth one? The, the, uh, toffee. Ch- the cherry is, is light. It's, a, it's definitely a, a light fruit for me, but it's fantastic. Um, What's the difference between a Russian Imperial versus a regular Imperial? Or I, I think that... I, that's that's a really good question, and I'll look into that for the next podcast. But I know that Imperial Stouts are massive. I know that Russian Imperial Stouts are massive in their ABV as well. People die during so. the Russian Imperial Stout process. <laughs> <laughs> maybe that maybe the Russians were the first ones to come up with it. But Garrett's going to Google that while we drink this and get ready for the 2019. Um, I'm going to give this, as far as Stouts go, I'm going to give this a nine out of a ten. It's delightful. It's smooth. 
I do think that this is a beer that is meant to be shared with friends. If you're drinking one of these by yourself, you're in for a long night. Yeah, I haven't had uh, a stout in probably like five years. Uh, it's just not my thing. Right. Um, but the first sip of oh, this, it's about the... I thought I was drinking like, I don't want to say dessert, but just something really velvety and nice. and really enticing on the tongue and the taste and the smell. Enjoying it. It's really good. Good. Yeah. What do you got out of a 10? I mean, I've never, I don't think I've... Well, then this is the have base. I, have I rated one of these before? I don't think so. So this is your You've base. You've Guinness before? Oh, yeah. I mean, this is 100% better than Guinness. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so if I say Guinness is like a 5. So this is your base, right? Is a 5? I would say this is a 7.5. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, Stout started in London, right? Okay. That makes sense. Guinness. Yeah. Um, and then... Um, being so close to to the Guinness Brewery. Anyway, uh, Russians are con- Russian Imperial Stouts are considered to be slightly sweeter. Okay. So it's nothing to do with <clears throat> Russia actually making it or... Okay. They're just, just, in general... They're just sweeter on the sweeter sure, side? Yeah. And then I didn't actually click on a link. I just looked at the very first thing that Google popped up. Okay, perfect. So, so maybe if, we, if I'm wrong, yeah. Google's wrong. Oh, of course, and they're never wrong. Well, and I'm, and I can't be blamed. <laughs> perfect, perfect. Most importantly, well, we have no other source of information right now, so no, we're gonna just go close with the that. laptop. We're no other. No. <laughs> yeah. um, I think this is really, really good. I think it'd be very difficult for me to drink all of this in one sitting, and remember all the sips. Uh, let me let me just say this: this this stout makes me want to rethink my theory on not drinking stouts. I think if you have one of these, on my personal preference of not, yeah, like so this is really good. I'm I'm giving this a seven seven, and I'm sharing it with someone who's sitting next to me, because there's there's just too much beer in here for me to drink all by myself. I hear you on that. And then I would do a second stout, but a different one. I think having the, the, it's just too much too much liquid of the same product. Okay, just because the the it's this huge bottle. Uh, yeah, they're bombers. So I'm I'm saving it for someone who's excited to drink it with me, and then we either spend all day drinking it or on or the next hour, and then we open a new one. Cool. Yeah, the, seven <clears throat> for sure. For sure, bombers are meant to be shared with people. Um, I mean, friends. You know, as they come over, sure, having people over, sampling out beers for people, and and trying new things. Um, if like I said, if you're drinking this by yourself, you're gonna be in a world of hurt. So I'm glad you said friends and not bums. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> those can be your friends too. Hey, I'm, we're not judging who you're friends with. <laughs> Bomber of uh, what's the crappiest? Uh, I don't know, Mad uh, Dog or something like Colt, that. Colt Forty Five. Colt Forty Five being yeah. passed around back alley. Those are those are good buddies right there. Yeah. If you're giving that up, yeah. <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's get into the 2019 version and the see same if there's thing. the same exact thing. But Literally the same your beer for two years. Yeah, cool. Yeah. I'm and excited. it's good. I mean, it's it's good to drink. I haven't tried it yet. Cheers, boys. No, so you'd say these these things usually last about six years? About five. Five? Five is where you want to kind of cap it off. That's okay. that's where their their lifespan ends. So I got a we'll 20, see if there's anything I got a different. 2013 in my fridge. Uh, we, we're definitely not drinking that. I'll drink it with you. I live on the wild side. Maybe I should have had some water, but I'm not... I think I'm this not, is a little more mellow. I, I, it feels like it's more less, mellow. Less sweet. Yeah. Is this one a Russian too? It's a, it's, it's, yeah. I'm just kidding. It, it, it's definitely I know a Russian. Yeah, yeah, people died in the process of this yeah. one too. <laughs> oh. They're all given the same amount of beer. That's good. They made the same amount of money. 
I don't think that I'm getting. I feel like the the newer one has a little bit more flavor, but this is a better overall beer. The 2019, like it, I, I just it feels like uh, layered, like the the flavors are all more. I get more put su- together sweet and chocolate on the 2021, and a little bit more of the is toffee bitter. Is toffee like a more bitter? It could be like a dark chocolate, which is a little more bitter. I think the sec- the the, tw- the twenty nineteen is a little know. flatter. It falls flat on the flavor compared to the twenty twenty one because I think twenty one is like a lot of action going on. That's yeah, I agree and with that. Yeah, I agree with that too. A lot more mellow. Yeah, nice catch. There's nothing in it, thank God. So are you liking the twenty nineteen better than uh, the twenty twenty one? I don't know if they're better. I don't they're th- different. Yeah, it's just a little bit different. Wait, I, you I said agree. the 2021 had more punch? Yeah, but more yeah. flavor, like like more like more action going on in your taste buds, and the 2019 is a lot a lot more mellow. Yeah, I think I, e- I agree with that. Yeah, I think either one, I'd be happy to split. Yeah, um, I I think the 2021 I like a little bit better. Yeah, and now that I know after aging in beer for two years, it doesn't necessarily make it better, but different. Right. So I don't dislike either. Or at least one, theirs, but... theirs is different, not better. Right. Right. Maybe we should uh, experiment with some other beers that have been cellared for a couple of years. I wish that I didn't drink them in the past two months. I cellared a bunch of the um, the Goose Island stuff. Did you? Yeah. And, and you I drank, just it drank it without us. Yeah. Yeah, that's not cool. Yeah, this is a cool taste test because like it's it's just a subtle difference. Very subtle. But the overall presence of what they're going for is still in each glass. Mm-hmm. And if we had the nineteen first and didn't have the twenty twenty one, I'd be like. Completely satisfied with the nineteen. The more I drink the twenty nineteen, I think it. I think it's just a better beer. It's it's smoother, very smooth. That's that's just the difference. I think I could drink this one a lot faster. Yeah, that's the twenty twenty one. It would be a slower a slower drink. So because I gave the twenty nineteen, I'm sorry, the twenty twenty one. I gave it a, a nine because I really like it. <laughs> it's I'm, I'm, gi- I'm giving this one a, a nine one. Yeah, it's got to be better, it's right? Got, yeah, I'm giving it a nine one. So I mean, because I don't have a lot of background with stouts. Like I said, I, I I put the background out there for what we drink and what we like, and so this is a little bit new to me as well. Um, so I'm I'm going with the the 2019 is a nine point one, and I love it. Is there a little bit more froth on the 19, or is it just me? Mm. I feel yeah. It does look like there's more froth in the glass. Is that a word? No, it is. Yeah, you said it. Yeah, you're not making it up. <clears throat> and we all understood what you're saying. Sometimes I make up stuff. Yeah, but we all understood what you're saying. Uh, I don't know if that has anything to do with the beer aging or how Mike poured it. Uh, you are professional though now. Very professional. Certified beer server. Beer server or beer steward. Beer server. Server. Yeah. I think the 2021 has more frobe. Now you're just making now sure. You're, yeah, yeah, now you're you know, Googling right, words. It can't be. Put the laptop That's, away. All right, sweet. Let's uh, let's wrap this up and get into some whiskey. Yeah, let's do it. Garrett. Okay, yeah, so I'll give this a 7, 8. And I'm so, still, so, and, you, so you like the 2019 better than the 2021. Mm-hmm. Johnny, what's your what's your thoughts as, as far as the taste test goes? I still... But I'm still sharing it. I'm still impressed by the 2021 personally, but I get what you're saying about the smoothness and sort of like the... I don't know. There's there is something great about the 2019, but I like the sweetness of the 2021. Okay, for me Perfect. personally, because I drink Captain Coke's and Rumplements all day, so I need that sweetness. So all right. so bring one of these over next time we hang out, <laughs> and we'll drink it. All right, let's Love talk, it. Let's talk about some whiskey. Thank you, Mike, for bringing those over, and yeah, thank you, awesome. Surly, for making great dark beer. Yeah, thank you for um, staring at it for two years in the back of your fridge and not drinking it. <laughs> don't worry, I got more, I, I got more I of those. I couldn't have done it. 
Obviously, I didn't. All right, Garrett, bring it to us. Let's go. Pinhook. Boom. Pinhook is really, really cool distillery. They don't actually do any of the own, their own work, which is the best part. That's why I think I love it even more because they said that they are they know how to um, blend, but they don't know how to make it and they don't know how to bottle it and they don't want to do either. So they outsource all of that. Um, they used to be, we talked about it before on our podcast, and they used to be sourcing from MGP in Indiana. Now they uh, source from Castle and Key, which is the... I just want everyone to like just turn off the just pause the podcast right now and just Google search Castle and Key. It is the most gorgeous distillery you've ever seen in your entire freaking life. It looks like a, a castle that has like a Greek garden and a like a Greek pool, like like waiting pool inside of it. It is absolutely gorgeous. And that's where the uh, and the best part is that that's where um each Taylor used to make their whiskey. Nice. So we all like that whiskey yeah, very much. So we do. So they, that lo- that location in Kentucky is very very good for making whiskey. Anyway, so they they source the whiskey from there. They send it somewhere else to get um, to get bottled. But in the meantime, um, they are huge. These two guys or three guys are huge into um, horse racing. So every every bottle is based off of a famous racehorse. Nice. We talked about this last time. We don't need to go into detail on this stuff. This is um, 2021 High Proof Rye. It's called Hard Rye Guy. Cool. Which I, I like think, it. Which I think is funny. I like we that. call each other Guy we all always, the time. We always say Guy. What's up, Guy? Yeah, what's up, Guy? Um, and it's uh, 122 proof. So, fun story about this. I went to a Cubs game with a brand ambassador from uh, a gin company called Nolets. And I'm very, very happy to call Dan Kamen, one of my friends. And after the bar, we went to, after the game. It was a really crappy game, it was like raining and gross. And but I won the money on the over and the total Cubs hits. So that was a very nice day. Um, side note. Side note. Side note. Garrett came out of this game fifty dollars up. Oh, Mike, you only get that Excellent sound with position a, of that microphone. You only get that sound on a fresh bottle. This one's Johnny. I should create a sleep app where it's like just 10 hours of just bottle pours. <laughs> just go to sleep to it. Can you imagine that? Just it's like, John's like, night. Like, um, <laughs> like you're like, oh man, do I go to bed or do I have another beer? Uh, I'm sure my sleep app. No, but Joanna be so pissed. <laughs> 10 hours of bottle pour sounds. <laughs> Boop. Next to the nightstand. <laughs> anyway, um, anyway, she, uh, Kristen. I met her after a Cubs game, and she said, hey, uh, the owner, Sean, is going to come in to uh, Chicago, and we should probably get him in for one of your whiskey classes. I said, absolutely, let's do it. I literally talked to this girl for three minutes. Got the owner of Pinhook and Master Blender coming to one of the the, uh, classes at Maze & Mash. We, me and three other guys who are, um, are, I I know, subscribed to this, and uh, big-time whiskey guys, we sat around with the owner for three hours after the class and, nice. and tried this rye before the bottle. All it had was it had like a, like a thumbtack sticker on it that just said 122. That's all it said. It hadn't been packaged, <coughs> packaged yet or nothing, anything? Nothing. Nice. Yet. The, the, the label hadn't even been um, had been approved yet. That's very cool. So it was very neat. So we spent the next three hours drinking a, a half of this bottle and we finished it. And one of my buddies wanted to take it home. It's like a memento. It's, like, it's just a bottle that has a tiny sticker on it. But um, 
the next day I had message him and say, what was the number on that bottle? Because I couldn't remember what the proof was. I mean, that's how much... That's so much fun we're having. Anyway, Sean is an incredible, incredible gentleman and um, very good at his job as uh, as far as a blender. And this stuff is great. Uh, you should be able to find it at like a liquor store that doesn't know you know a ton about Pinhook. Um, you can definitely find it at Amazing Mash and Burger Social after today. Um, Would you agree? Before we taste this bottle, yes, that and this bottle has a wax top on it. Agreed. Would you agree that any bottle that has wax on it is worth buying because they have the money to do that? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I prefer bottles without wax tops. <laughs> the waxing is definitely like an addition, right? Yeah. yeah. I I hate the wax top. <laughs> I'm just saying, if you can if you can do that process, you're probably making some coin, right? Well, on the flip side, uh, tumbling dice has a wax top, and you have to use a ma- uh, freaking machete to get that mm-hmm. thing off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, no. Okay. <laughs> so All no. Right. <laughs> right. Well, I guess there's an exception to every rule. Anyway, let's try some uh, some hard rye guy. Cheers. 122 mm. proof rye. Cheers, boys. Cheers, cheers, boys. Made at Castle and Key. Come on. So first sip's a little harsh up front and a little sweet in the back, right? It wasn't harsh up front for me. Up front for me. I probably not, probably not after having 12% beers. Those are 12%? Yeah. Just kidding. <laughs> John slammed his 12% beers over here. And now we can't taste the whiskey. Uh, no, Second I, sip is the one. It. Um, What's that a bottle? I think it's super soft and sweet. Um, I, it's uh, sixty-seven, like sixty-five. <clears throat> that's a that's a that's a buy all day, right? That's good. Yeah. That's really good. I would be happy, you know, cracking that open for anyone. Yeah, really good. Yeah, I, I love the packaging that they do. Every bottle's different. Yep. Um, does the color of the wax seal have anything to do with the bottle they make, as far as rye or bourbon or the horse? I was really hoping that like that would be like the dominant color of the penny that the that the rider wore or like the horse oh, always be, wore. That would be real. But deep. I don't think that's true. Okay. Um, it doesn't matter. It, I just it, the packaging is classic looking. Yeah. It looks old school. It's kind of like the the um, it's like an off white. It's an argyle look, right? Yeah, with the argyle, which is matches what horses are yeah. wearing and the, the jockeys are wearing. Don't discredit the historical, uh, you know, research that a de- designer. Uh, I'm sorry. Yeah, the uh, observes yeah. when he's designing a bottle like that. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, I would I wouldn't be surprised if that color blue with the with the uh, wax on there isn't that horse's color that he wore on the side of its. On like a major race or something, yeah. right? Yeah, that would yeah. be amazing. There's got to be a meaning behind it. I would hope so. Because there are different colors, right, for different bottles, different horses. Every Ton- bottle. Yeah, tons of different yeah, colors. Yeah, it's got to be. If it's not, they suck. <laughs> if it's not, then, then I'm never buying it. <laughs> I'm never buying it. that bottle again. <laughs> anyway, what's cool about these guys is um, that everything is different. They actually have a um, a vertical line that they've started at at four, so they're bourbon. Um, the the first bourbon they put out was a four year. Uh, they put out a six year this year. Maze Match just got in their like twenty second bottle, which is 
the more than any other restaurant or bar in Chicago has gotten. Um, and so then every year they take, every year they take 220 barrels and they make the next year's blend. Um, and every year that blend gets smaller because they're using less barrels and because the, the barrels have less product in them. Right. Right. So, um, and all these barrels are still aging in the same spots. So this year's blend, uh, is six year have, you know, this many bottles and then next year there will be seven. It'll be a little bit less. So there is like, a people who are starting to collect the vertical line of that bourbon, which is kind of interesting. And that six year bourbon is very, very, very good. Um, I just thought the rye was really nice and we did a bourbon last time. So I think this is delicious. Um, all right. What would you do with it? Call it out. What I do with it? Yep. You know what I do with it. Besides bottle, chug it. No, I mean, I want to put it in an old fashioned talk about, and see what or, some bitters do to it. Yeah. And, and just because the rye I, I gravitate towards that. That's just what I like. Um, it's, it's a, it's a sweeter rye. Okay. That I've had. Mm-hmm. Um, the flavor is is money. It's really really good. The baking spices I, to me are on the back end, um, but it, it's just a uh, it's it's easy drinking, especially for that one twenty two. You would if you gave this to me and asked me what I thought it was, I'd probably say a hundred. Sure. But, it, but it's that smooth. Yeah. Yeah, Garrett. I think uh, over the history of this podcast, you've been trying to completely ruin my taste buds. <laughs> By I brought in providing us with high, less than 110. high, high proof freaking whiskeys, and so I have you no slam idea. Slam rumplements. Yeah, I know. Which is the last one proof? I brought was 107. I'm just 122, dude. Yeah, the last one was 107. You make it sound like all I do is bring you um, like taste bud bombs. Uh, yeah. No, you don't. Uh, this one, although it's 122, and even after the 12 percent beers, uh. I still feel like it's a it's a good smooth drinker. Um, yeah, you're probably gonna get a good pop on the first sip. You got to get through yeah, that, but then the rest sure. is gonna be smooth sailing from there. So, really good bottle. So, what did you what you drink it at? I don't know, but buy it, buy yeah. it and put it on your shelf and, and uh, open it for your friends. Uh, out of the oh, out of the rise we've had, yeah. Um, it's I think it's almost better than that Willet. Okay. That we just uh, opened. Um, I would give it an uh, eight and a half. Whoa, that's nice. a big mark. Nice from Johnny Seven Five. Last the last whiskey was an eight point five as well. Yeah, but he, he said eight point five two. Well, hey, if I can if I can bring stuff here that gets over a Johnny Seven Five, then I'm good. Um, I'm gonna give this a I'm gonna give this a solid eight. Nice. I think so. I've had a lot of really good rise, and I think this one is very very good. I'm excited for when this rye hits like a year or two older. Then I think I'm like, that might hit more like the nine range. Kick um, it up a notch. Yeah. Uh, the difficulty to find this was not easy. and uh, But I'm really happy that we have it, and I'm really happy I got it. And I would, I've obviously, I'm going to share <clears throat> I'm only only sharing this with people who, I, who think they understand rye. Cool. Well, thanks for bringing that in, Oh, G. for sure. So tasty, so tasty. Uh, let's uh, let's do our customer of the week before we wrap up the podcast. First of all, before we get to this, I okay. just want to say I'm really happy that we do the customer of the week after the beer and the whiskey review. Yeah, yeah. yeah so we can really yeah. open up about it. <laughs> but, this, but this is a good one. If we this started, is a really good. If we started off customer of the week at the beginning of the show, yeah, um, but be like yeah, from the, that guy's a jerk. Yeah, but now it's end. Next, right? Yeah, but, but now that we've been drinking and we're lubed up, yeah, you're good to go. But for me, Wet being on the customer side, I'd rather do this before <laughs> so I can really take it all in. Well, that's, that's, that's a good taking notes over here. Yeah, don't 
ask how busy they are. Unbutton, top button, unflannel. Don't ask for the, the pepper grinder from the back for my salad. Put the $100 bill on the outside of the bills. <laughs> <laughs> now, for our customer of the week, I've been thinking about this for since the last time we recorded. Um, we always, we, uh, not always, we kind of dog people and make fun of people in a good-hearted way. But it's way. all in good fun. It's, it's, it's in like good fun. Deal, it is yeah. in good fun. But it's still making fun of people a yeah. little bit, right? So for me, I was thinking about how thankful I am for Thanksgiving and my family and you guys and, and our listeners um, that I just thought it would be nice to do a shout-out to our good customers who have been taking great care of us over the last couple of years. Uh, it could be within the last six months. could be within the last year. could be within the last six years. Um, I have a plethora of people that I could shout out, uh, but my boy, I know. I go know ahead, go ahead. My boy, Mike Brennan, is the most supportive person I've ever met. He comes in, he, li- he loves the podcast, he, he's always listening. We got Scott and Sharon, who love Garrett and love making fun of Garrett. They love everything that I'm a part of, but would prefer someone else to do it. Exactly. That's the best part about them. We've got four minutes to brown nose the hell out of these customers. Exactly. And this, <laughs> that's not even the point of it. But I want. But also, like some of these people don't even listen to this podcast. Dan and Lori just invited me over to their house for the day after Thanksgiving for their family uh, function, where they make... Um, gumbo from the morning till the night and they just drink all day uh so i just stopped by and had a beer with them and they fed me this fresh gumbo that was made that was unbelievable just stuff like that i uh i'm super appreciative of the people and the customers in my life and in my line of work this would never have happened um without the opportunities that i've had to get to where i'm at so for me i'm just giving a shout out to all you good customers just keep taking care of good people that that you love to go to the places as you do and uh thank you for for that makes my makes my job a lot better well obviously i don't work in the business so i'll just I'll, i would like to thank the customer that uh <laughs> how about the, well, how well, about the employee wait, wait. who like, I'll, I'll appreciates you no, no, i'll go ahead uh, i'd like to thank the customer when i walk into the bar that'll move over a couple of seats so that uh yes. me and my wife or the people that i'm uh, going there to the bar go. with there you go uh the the, the people that notice and so appreciate shifting down and making sure everybody's accommodated they i have love those customers got their head on a swivel to, to accommodate the, the the next patron i love money. those people money those people, are, those people are like solid, real, right? Those are, those are solid bar people. I, it's a definitely a good indicator that that's a solid person. Because yeah. you don't have to move. No, no, you don't. But and there's people that don't. Yeah. It's like the idea of like uh, putting your shopping cart away in the in the in like a little carrier thing in the one. In yeah, the one you spot. don't have to, but you, you should. To. But if you don't, you should. Yeah, yeah. you should. And there's no one policing it. Like no one's gonna police you to move over a seat. And then there's those customers that use the uh, next seat as a storage bin. Yeah. For their jackets, for their, their jackets purses, and bags, their and bags, yeah. and then won't move it. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. Well, they always so now have, they now always have getting, a buddy. I'm sorry, now we're getting negative. Yeah, yeah, now yeah. we're getting negative. Say positive. Say positive. Sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead, Karen. <laughs> <laughs> I really enjoy. Um, I really enjoy people. Right. So like a lot of times you get you get stuck in the service industry and you're like, I hate people, in general. I think that's that. that it, I think I think it's very very accurate for a lot of people. I, I, I really enjoy people very much. And, and now that I don't do it necessarily as much anymore, I really, really enjoy my two shifts a week that I work behind the bar. I get to talk to random strangers. And nice. I get to meet people. And, uh, and the, I think the most exciting thing is when they come back and say, hey, you talked to me about this, and I did it, and I think I love it, and now I want to do some, What else can I do? Money. And I think, I think it's just very exciting. And um, 
I think without them, we wouldn't have any money either, right? That's right. I think you, Garrett, you bring up a big point, and we've talked about this. Obviously, I don't work in the industry, but you told me like it's it's only moments of hate. Yes, it's not across the board. It's like just certain moments throughout the day where you get caught up in this situation. You're yeah, like, I hate people. Yeah, but then you get over it because there's so many other great people that you're working it's, with. It's a very and, small and, fraction and of people on. who are who are awful. And sometimes that awful can ruin the entire day. Yeah, it just outweighs week. everything yeah. else. And that's, that's a, the hard part. Right? I had a lady the other day. I said, how's the soup? And she goes, well, I'm not going to throw up from it. And I go, lovely. I go, that's lovely. Can I, can I get you something else? She goes, no. So you don't. So you want to keep it, but you're not going to throw up from it. Great. I, and I, it ruined the next like 20 minutes. But, you know, a half hour later, like a, another really good customer came in. And, but knowing you. And I, I didn't even I, know them. I feel like it ruined it because you were just trying to think like what type of person this is. And it was just on your mind in that sense and not necessarily pissed at her. Oh, no, I wasn't mad at but her. But you were just like, what type of person just says that? Yeah, I was trying to figure out what else happened. And then you're trying to dissect day. like what 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 just happened? Yeah. Probably not a very happy person. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. That, that's okay. And there's nothing you can do at that point, yeah. right? Anyway, keep it moving. Sweet, and that was not the point of the signal. The point was to, to, to move it up so I could see it. I apologize. Uh, guys, thank you so much for joining us today. Uh, we get to talk about a lot of good stuff, um, drink some really good beer, some stouts we've never had. Thanks, Surly, for uh, making good dark beers. And uh, honestly, this pinhook rye is fantastic. Uh, pretty high proof and pungent. You'll be fine. But you'll be all right. Yeah. All right. Put it in old-fashioned and you'll love it. I made a Sazerac. Incredible. There you go. Make it, put it in a Sazerac if you get this bottle. Uh, get out there and support all the places you love, local or otherwise. Take care of the people that you love uh, at the establishments that you guys go to. Um, join us on the next Sipping Social podcast. Uh, next time when we get together, I'm bringing those other stouts we talked about. Let's do some stouts and let's do some Christmas exchange. Okay. Uh, we're going to do the Christmas exchange live? Yeah. All right. Live. You, that you're calling it out? Mm-hmm. All right. Sweet. Um, let's wrap it up. Uh, Johnny, you got anything you want to say? Well, not live. Just we'll record it and well, put yeah. it an hour later. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. We don't have that technology, Garrett. Right. We're not doing it. I meant live. like that we're, that we're going to do it that night and not talk about it how we did it previous. All right. All right. Perfect. Johnny, what, you got anything you want to wrap up the, uh, the podcast with? Let's talk about the room. What are we doing here? Oh, uh, yeah. So we're recording in a new room in the underground studio. We've dedicated a room in the basement here uh, where it's the bar is at. Room. Looks nice. Uh, and we're going to uh, soundproof it, make it our sort of like base camp for the podcast. Love it. Um, we'll be stationed here. And then anytime we do remote, we'll pack up and we'll move. But this is our home. Cool. Our new home. Nice and cozy. Very cozy. Gee, what you got? Uh, I just love you guys so much. This is so much fun. I'm just happy to be here. Dude, I love your I love your positivity. And I love your vibes you got going on. Uh, listeners, thank you so much for joining us. Come by and see Garrett at uh, Maze the two nights that he works and uh, Mike the two nights that he works as well. Is it too? At night. All right. There's other day shifts yeah, that I'm there. All the day shifts. But come by and see us. Come hang out with us. We really appreciate everything you guys do for us. We come love you guys. Come see Johnny at his house while he's working from home. Or come see Johnny sitting at the bar that we're serving him cocktails at, which is great. Or here at his house while he's working. Yeah. Okay. It's got a lot of booze here. Bottom line is let's just hang out. Please. Let's hang out and be good to each other. Thanks for listening to the Sipping Social Podcast, guys. We'll catch you on the next time. Uh, until then, be good. Cheers. Later. Later. 
First of all, we'd like to thank all of our listeners, families, and friends that support us throughout this. We couldn't do this without you. Subscribe to us on iTunes and check out exclusive content at our website, SippingSocialPodcast.com. You can also find us on Facebook. If you like this podcast, tell your friends about us. A huge thank you to our producer, John, in the Underground Studio. A shout out to our boy, Johnny Perona and Davenport Ed. That's the rockin' music you're hearing in the background. Thanks again, and we look forward to the next cocktail with you. story about that from the other night these girls wanted I gotta pee. O- oatmeal cookie shots i gotta pee oh, yeah. too real quick yeah let's pee I think everybody everybody I pee I all right start. let's stay. i think we pause. sat down too quickly here so. everybody pause where we drank too much before we started recording <laughs>